Hello, my name is Faina, and I've dedicated the last seven years to honing my craft and fine-tuning my strategy. Hi, I'm Louise Donwila, and I'm a trading psychology expert. I've worked with traders for almost a decade across the globe. I am a multi-award-winning clinical hypnotherapist and life coach. I am also the founder and creator of a proven online psychology program. At Trading in the Zen, we believe that there's much more to trading than numbers and probabilities. Like an athlete, a trader should operate in their peak state. Each week, you will have mind-blowing interviews as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to become a better trader. Thanks for spending time with us today. Now, let's dive right in. Welcome to Trading in the Zen. Today, we will be speaking with Patrick Manelli. Patrick has successfully been navigating and profiting from the financial market for over 15 years. He's an expert market strategist, commentator, and mentor. Patrick has assisted hundreds of traders by improving their technical and mental skills and helping them to find profitability. Let's dive right in. So welcome on the show, Patrick. It's really nice to have you today. How are you doing? I'm doing, uh, I'm doing pretty well, Louise. It's lovely to, uh, to speak to you again. Yeah, really nice to talk to you. And we've got Faina on the show as well, of course. Hello, everyone. Hello, Patrick. Hi. Patrick, how long you've been um, at this and how did you last so long? Um, so <laughs> I, after I graduated <laughs> um, from university back in the late 90s, I actually uh, I went to work in the city for a consulting firm. Um, I left after a couple of years of learning the ropes with a few colleagues uh, we went on to set up a consulting startup, which was focused on um, C-suite executive search for technology businesses. So this was around the time of the dot-com bubble. And so I essentially had a front row seat to uh, the dot-com uh, bubble and the and obviously the crash afterwards. And so it really sparked a fascination for me in markets. I'd watched some of the firms and some of the CEOs, investors we worked with make and lose a fortune in the market sometimes uh quite literally overnight so um i we merged the business in uh 2004 so i cashed out my stakes i had some time in my hands and some capital to play with so i started um day trading the s&p 500 essentially uh but probably more appropriate at that stage it was day gambling and uh, i got lucky got had a, a good run at the start as often people do some early beginners luck and I managed to rack up some pretty solid gains. But as is often the case, when the market phase changed, I didn't have any plan in place. So I just started averaging down into losing positions. And uh, when I say losing, they became quite significant to the point I took a six-figure hit to my personal capital. So wow. I really, at that stage, had to stand back and figure out if it was actually feasible for me to make a living from the markets. Because by that time, um, I'd been gambling for for about 18 months and so I kind of got into the I, I I knew that it was something I wanted to do I just didn't know how to do it properly and so I used uh the networking skills I had from from headhunting I managed to uh seek out a mentor someone with an excellent um trading track record he had run floor operations in New York and Chicago for one of the major investment banks and he'd successfully made the move from the floor to the screens and so I worked with him for, for about 18 months and he really instilled in me 
the idea of researching and developing and extensively back and forward testing a strategy that crucially suited my personality and most importantly of which was underpinned by a rigorous um, risk management approach. And really, I guess most importantly during that mentorship period, I significantly upped my mental game and I made the kind of watershed shift from being a goal-orientated person, so focused purely on financial gain, to becoming process-orientated. So Mm -hmm. I understand the probabilistic nature of of trading and I knew I had to incorporate, incorporate that into my mindset to allow me to successfully execute the uh, the trade plans that I developed. So I came back to the market in 2008. Uh, at the start of 2008, wasn't the best time to uh, to get going again with live capital. But um, <laughs> even during that January, I, I it, you know that was uh, that was a hard month, and I I'd taken a few hits. But because I'd because of the work I'd done, both from a planning and a personal perspective. I was able to see that through, and since 2008, on an annual basis, I've profitably traded um, to the point that in uh, 2013, I actually started taking on um, investor capital through a managed account service. And again, since then, on an annual basis, I've I've maintained profitability. Um, and so, it really uh, that's really been my journey, I guess, from from a personal, you know, money management and, and trading perspective. So, Patrick, what do you think? You know how uh, all of these people are now advertising, you know, click here, click there, and you're going to be a millionaire tomorrow and trading is easy. And I have so many people coming up to me even in the last week and they said, hey, can you uh, can you show me how, how, how that's done? And it's always so weird to me because you're not going to go up to, let's say, a doctor and say, show me where to cut real quick, you know. And so what do you think it takes for some how long does it take for someone to really Uh, have a solid understanding and grasp uh, for what we do? Yeah, I mean, I I think there are two elements to it. Um, The the analogy you give about uh, professions like a doctor or a dentist or a lawyer, for example, are are valid to a degree. I think the the thing about trading is that once you get into it, you think or or the, the... the market pushes the idea, and I, when I say market, I mean, you know, the advertisers, et cetera, who, like you were talking about. Um, they push the idea that the more knowledge you gain um, about the market or about, you know, the, the 1700 strategy you've learned, the more likely you're, you're to be successful. When mm-hmm. in reality, you can learn a very simple strategy and you can make that successful with the correct mindset. And obviously, the work that Louise does around hypnosis, etc., and um, meditation and um, mindfulness, there's a whole gamut that sits underneath the, let's say, the the market knowledge aspect, which is your personal, not you, you know, your personal understanding of yourself and your own personal inventory when it comes to things like patience, discipline, you know, what how you perceive what the value of money is to you, um, because mm-hmm. ultimately in this to to actually make a living from it no one's there to uh, donate to the market but in reality there are long periods where you are donating to the market and giving back gains or or taking losses and it's how you manage that period that is going to most accurately define how successful you can actually be um in this business as a profession and so um yeah i i i, I think that it's it's multi-layered one is is a, a degree of market savvy but the most important layer for me is is performance management and, and psychology. 
Mm, absolutely. Yeah, I completely agree. So it sounds like having the mentor really helped to change your behaviors, your mindset, and really helped you to almost do a 180, Patrick. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, even to even for something like he, um, when I met him, I'd actually just been through a divorce um, that was due to that big loss that I took. Um, and he pointed me towards uh, a therapist that he, he knew in New York who you know, it wasn't so much um, talking therapy, you know, sitting there regaling your life story and then looking at someone blankly. It was quite, um, quite an aggressive um, personal management strategy that he taught me. And, and in doing that um, and realising that I had some issues with discipline, um, I actually he encouraged me to take up a martial art. So back in 2005, I started doing Wing Chun. I've been doing that now for nearly 18 years. And that, and so the impact on my life from trading has not just, I mean, you know, personally, I've been really fortunate and it's provided me with a fantastic living, but it's also positively impacted my life outside of, you know, my trading desk. Um, mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've learned to, to manage life situations, uh, with a far, uh, far greater success than I had previously. Put it that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Inspiring. Yeah, I always thought that, um, and I remind myself uh, two things. One, emotions are not strategies. And secondly, do what needs to be done, right? So yeah. when it comes to to taking a loss, because we by nature are, are loss, aver- there's a loss aversion. We try to do anything to avoid pain, pain aversion, right? And so when uh, when you, I keep saying to myself, do what needs to be done, do what needs to be done. And it's a matter of, it's a block of trades. It's not one single trade. It's, it's a number of trades. And if you stick to your risk management and just follow your strategy as a sum of things, you should be okay. What are your thoughts on that? My thing is, um, respond and don't react. So, you know, not every trade is going to go in your favor. Not every, not every 10 trades are going to go in your favor. But if you have a, one, if you have a degree of experience and two, if you have a, a solid plan in place, it gives you the ability to, um, to remove the emotional reaction type behavior where you will, are more likely to make mistakes, i.e. sitting in a trade longer than you should or, um, not, not allowing the trade to breathe sufficiently for it to work in your favor as, as you, you know, predefined. Um, but, in doing that, uh, or in having a, a response mechanism as, a sp- as opposed to a reaction mechanism, it allows you to think at a different level. So my perspective is, I, I'm not thinking about this. The, you know, the current trades I'm in. Obviously, I want to manage them to the best of my ability and my plan. But if every one of them loses, it, it doesn't. I, it do, I don't even respond with a no. It, it just is part of the game. Move on. Get ready for the next setups and take it from there. So. It, once you can move outside of, you know, when you're f- first starting out, you live and die by the outcome of every individual trade. Mm-hmm. As you get a more experience, you live and die by the outcome of maybe five trades. A bit more experience, it's 10. For me now, I, I look at, I, I don't look at, you know, my data is probably in 100 trade blocks. So I'm interested to see, is my edge still demonstrating itself over an extended series of outcomes? Not. Uh, even a small string of outcomes don't, uh, are of no interest to me. Because yeah. Yeah. statistically, the, the, you, you've got to allow for 
uh, the skew. And so, you know, it, you, there are going to be ups and downs, but what you're looking for, like you say, is over that extended period of outcomes, is your equity curve going from the lower left to the upper right? Now, there'll be times when it's steeper or, or shallower, but as long as it's going in that direction, that's all I care about. Mm. When it comes to discipline, is there one particular thing that that when you have, they call it an aha moment, or it is one particular thing that you follow no matter what uh, that helped you gain control of your emotions? Yeah, I mean, uh, again, the um, the martial arts side of things, outside of trading, really helped with that and maintaining a daily practice in terms of um, meditation um, also helps with that. So my, my biggest problem was, I think when I started, I, um, I probably had quite a temper. And so if I got into a trade and let's say I pulled the plug on it or it, it went against me, my biggest problem was revenge trading. So I would think, right, I've, you know, I've got to win at any cost. And so even if that meant lowering up accounts, that's, that's the rabbit hole I would go down. Whereas once I gained, um, I gained more emotional control and understood what I was doing properly in terms of it, you know, I'm just playing a game of probabilities and being right or wrong is, is neither here nor there because, you know, the next trade is only a 50% chance of working out no matter what I do. And so once you truly accept that and you say you accept risk and risk management, then you can move past that, those, um, like self sabotaging type behaviors, which for me was, temper and discipline um not coalescing in any in any way shape or form <laughs> patrick what advice would you give for new new traders starting out who are entering the industry uh what qualities do you feel are essential for success for, tr- for new traders yeah i mean i um uh, i would run a proper personal inventory if you if you haven't had any therapy, I would strongly suggest some type of therapy to just, first of all, gain a much deeper insight of yourself. This game over time will give you insights beyond your imagination before you start. Um, but it really is, you, you need to understand yourself before you're going to understand how to trade the markets because there are going to be elements in your psychological makeup that are going to either make or break your ability to be successful. So that would be my first port of call. And once you've done that, I mean, in my, from my experience of headhunting and, and, and so on, the, uh, you know, the, this, one of the easiest things to do, I think, in the world now, especially because we have access to so much information, is to, is to map ex- excellence. So just find someone who is genuinely doing a good job at this and just copy what they do until it becomes second nature to you. And then once it becomes second nature in terms of you have a, a degree of understanding about, you know, how the markets function, then it will allow you to develop your own take or bent on, on that person's approach. And once you make it your own, underpinned by a, a, a you know, the, the psychological layer, you can, you know, this is a, this is a, can be a fantastic career. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent advice. Thank you. What is the best piece of advice you've ever gotten? Go to therapy. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know some people. It, you know, it, it, it. And to me, I, I was never someone who would be uh, be remotely interested in in that type of activity. But in understand, you know, if you once you've blown 
a significant six-figure sum of money are basically gambling, you realise that maybe, just maybe, I could do with speaking to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Because wow. I wasn't doing such a great job of it on my own. So it basically changed my life. I can't, you know, and, and I'm not in, you know, I was in therapy for six months max. And that was mm. one, that was one session every couple of weeks. So it wasn't yeah. that I was you know, sitting there week after week, you know, year after year. It was a very, it was a very difficult process, um, but extremely rewarding. How do you so deal with a string of losses? How how do you come back the next day and not carry I, it with you? I, I just, it has, uh, by this stage now, so, you know, I'm nearly 20 years of, of doing this. It's, um, I, I don't, because also, because of the risk management I have in place now, um, if, on a percentage basis, the loss, it, it would, I would need to lose 25 trades in a row for me to start to think, wait a second, I need to have a look at something. Because if I lose five or 10 on a percentage scale, although from a monetary perspective now, we're not talking about insignificant sums, but if I, I, I don't have my, I don't have my PL on ever. I can't see my PL on, on, a, on a screen that I'm looking at. All I can wow. see is and uh, entry points and desired exit. So I, I've I've long removed the idea of monetary value because as I started to manage money and the net account size was getting meaningful, that also started to, it, it had its own impact on me. And so what I realized is I had to get back to the idea of, you know, this is a percentage game. I'm in it to make percentage gains or take percentage mm -hmm. And that's all I care about. And I have a fair idea, you know, like I say, it would take maybe 25 or 30 trades to put me into what I would see as a drawdown that I would need to take a look at. That's a very interesting way of looking at it because a lot of traders look at their PL nonstop, which completely messes with your ability to, to be responsive and not reactive. Exactly. Um, and then it, it just spirals because then you lose control because then one part of your brain hijacks your emotions and that's over. Once that happens, you should just shut down, in my opinion, Yeah. because um, you're no longer looking at it reasonably. Totally agree. Mm, yeah. Patrick, before we wrap up, a question. How do you balance kind of like trading the demands of the markets with other aspects of your life? Because you clearly have very good self-discipline. You've worked on that, you know, over the years. Yeah. Do you kind of just shut the door, shut off the uh, computer, the charts, and just... Yeah, there are times, I mean, again, you know, you, I I focus a lot on volatility or have learned to be able to focus a lot on volatility. So um, there are times, obviously, when we're in a volatile environment, which I consider to be a furtive environment um, and something I want to lean into because that's where I um, historically have made my best gains. Um so if we're in a volatile in environment, you know, I just have to say to my wife, look, this is a time during which I'm going to be keep keeping some odd hours um, because I, you know, I want to make the most of those those periods. But, mm -hmm. you know, to move into summer, and I mean, April was particularly low vol. Um, summer historically has been low vol, but because of the type of environment we've been in, maybe it's going to spike this summer, I don't know. Um, 
during the lower volatility periods, I try and keep, you know, hours. So I'll, I'll be at the desk for the London Open and I'd probably try to be off the desk just after London close. Um, and it's difficult. Obviously, the main, the main market I trade is the E-mini S&P. So, you know, they're pretty active my late evening time. But I, I try, I, when the volatility isn't there, I don't try and force things. And so I know mm-hmm. I might miss one or two decent opportunities. But on the whole, I know when the opportunity is going to come and they generally will come between those periods. So I'm comfortable with that. But like I say, when volatility is high, you know, I sometimes sleep in the office. Yeah, yeah. So you adapt. You adapt according to what's going on in the markets. Okay. Is it, you know, this in no way is a normal job. I don't. You know. I mean. No. So I think people get into you know the dream of no boss, work from home, etc. is 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 very alluring. Um, the actual realities of it are it's like any other job. It has its ups and it has its downs. Mm, yeah, most certainly does. Patrick, we've come to the end of the show now. You are an inspiration. I'm sure to many traders out there and, and you've you've helped many traders. Um so and you've come a long way, so you should be very proud of that. Um, but it's you know, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Would love to have you on again if if you'd like to come back. Absolutely. It's been great to speak to you both. And um and certainly, yeah, I'd be definitely interested in uh, in having another chat. You let my mind right for this morning's session. <laughs> you've just you've just you've just backhanded me back into reality. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> I will send yeah. you part of my profits at the end of the day. <laughs> Commission. <laughs> no, yeah. Great, great. Yeah, you've really provided some amazing, valuable advice to the traders out there. So thank you very much, Patrick. It's Have a, a good pleasure. trading day and thank and you. you for coming on. And you. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye. If you would like to be a guest on the show, then please contact us at info tradinginthezen at gmail.com. If you're a trader who is struggling with their psychology, then please go to www.hypnosisfortraders.co.uk. There are various trading psychology packages and programs that will transform you as a trader. For one-to-one trading strategy mentoring sessions with Faina, please contact her below. Her details are in the description. Thank you.